As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. These are five hot dog life hacks. Go balls. Use it to pick a lock. That ought to do it. Jazz up your windshield wipers. Not a bad trick, huh? It's your new favorite bookmark. Grassy ass. Instead of a watch. Damn, I'm late for that thing. Use it to write a check. I hope my landlord likes pig. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Wednesday, February 9th. We're here in the Classic Factory. I'm Jay Skeets, and alongside me, as always, we got Tass Mellis. What's up, everybody? What's up, Tassie? We got our top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. Hey-yo! Hey-yo! International man of mystery, taking it to the Max Lielis. Frank. And finally, making the magic happen, super producer, JD. Hello. <laughs> there he is. Here we are. I just slipped in some strange brew there. That's Did what you? that was. <laughs> Beautiful. You ever watch that movie? Nah. What? What movie? Strange brew? <laughs> brew it's a Canadian classic. Nah. You shouldn't have been able to live in Canada without having watched that. Well, I don't live there anymore. Maybe that's oh, why. I know. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, shout out to the stream team for joining us live right now on YouTube. Subscribe. Like. Comment, share the show. Keep sending in your questions to nodunksattheathletic.com. You can follow us on all the social media channels, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at nodunksinc. And uh, we got a fun show here today because we got lots to talk about. And then who knows what's going to happen while we're doing the show because it is trade deadline week and we are what? A little over... 24 hours, I guess? Yeah, when when so does 29, it end? 29. Yeah. Okay. 28 and 49 minutes. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Keep track. Uh, so hopefully something will happen during the show again yeah. because we had a lot going on yesterday. Uh, on today's show, though, we are going to discuss Bradley Beal's season-ending surgery. We'll get into that. We're going to look at the three-point contest participants. Mm. We got eight shooters, Lee. Oh, we do. Yes. We do. It's back. Yeah, Three-point it shootout's back. <laughs> it is. It is. We'll get into that. We'll make some early predictions. Uh, and we will break down a few of last night's games even though a lot of them were booty cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> there were some blowouts. Call him Maurice on. because One. there was mo cheeks yeah, out there last yeah. night then. Are you looking, for, a, yeah, yeah, you're looking yeah. for another Nicky, button? Yeah, yeah, Nicki yeah. Minaj? Oh, that's uh, nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, okay. Bum yeah. Phillips wasn't... Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? Wade's dad? Yeah. <laughs> mo cheeks to Bum Phillips. I mean, the yeah. Sun Sixers game was the good one. Yeah, so yeah, 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 you're yeah, not allowed to say butt down here in the South. What? Can't? No. 
kids don't let you say butt. Really? It's a bad word. <laughs> butt is a bad word. We I've, can I've say rep- peepaw, but we can't say butt. <laughs> <laughs> peepaw. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, peepaw is cool. I just told him, because he said it on yesterday's show with yeah. his hat as a Southern lawyer. I had never heard peepaw in my life until I came down here to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then our friend Beth said, my peepaw. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Anyway. Yeah. She's got a great Southern Southern woman. Southern accent. Uh, Southern people. Anyway, uh, before all of that, before all of that, guys, we got another wedgie. Wedgie number 26 on the season from Rockets rookie Josh Christopher. uh, Sticking number 26 um, in the sort of corner there. Weird angle. Good stuff from Josh. Yeah, let it breathe, (laughs) the JV. Jeez. Just gotta go. Gotta go, gotta yeah. go. Uh, so that's nice, number 26 on the season. Uh, at Crimson underscore Slims, he tweeted in today, high degree of difficulty on that one. Contested shot, incredible road performance. 10 <laughs> out of 10 work here. Wow. Yeah, so, wed- yeah. Wedgies, wedgies don't want to be traded before the deadline. You know, <laughs> they've been slowing down, but yeah. they don't want to be replaced by some other colloquialism. I can't even I can't speak today. Uh, but, it, you know, they don't want to be re- replaced no. by something else. But they could be. Because they're almost dying no, right now. They're dying. We've had, <laughs> Where are they? We've had three over the last, I don't know, week. That's not bad. I suppose. Okay. Uh, quick trade roundup, though. Uh, if you weren't joining us live throughout the day yesterday, make sure you check out all of our reaction videos and podcasts to the two big deals. I'm talking, of course, about the Pacers trading Sabonis to the Kings in a six-player deal with Halliburton and Heald, the big names going back to Indiana. And then the other one was the Blazers trading CJ McCollum to the Pelicans. We have, what, 20 to 25-minute reaction videos, trade grades to both of those up on our YouTube feed, up in our podcast feed. But now that you've had some time to digest them, Tass, any more thoughts on those big deals yesterday? Well, I think the Pacers could be moving Buddy Heald any second after okay. getting him from the Kings. He's got the skill that people want in today's NBA, so we could be jumping on for that. They have Chris Duarte as well, a younger version of Buddy Hield, if you want to call him that. So I could see that happening very, very soon. And the Kings, yeah, have I digested any differently? Well, they're going to keep pushing for that 10 seed. Keep on going, Kings, uh, with a horrific defense. They should be bad to watch uh, defensively. Hopefully they can make it work, but it's it's truly, truly interesting. And I, I think they could get that 10 spot. Um, and and I, th- I think the Pelicans should be in there as well after mm-hmm. making the deal for C.J. McCollum. And, and a lot of people wondering, are the Pelicans just trying to be mediocre as well? <laughs> Is that their ceiling, like people are saying about the Sacramento Kings? But I, I do think that the Pelicans made out fairly well in this deal, even though they get a 30-year-old C.J. McCollum. Are they, yeah, are, are they, is their ceiling mediocre? It all depends who C.J. McCollum is playing with, really. If, if Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson are there, then C.J. McCollum is wonderful. As Trey said, as a number three guy, oh, yeah. they're, they're feeling good. They're extremely happy. And I don't think Portland got enough back. The Pelicans played this baby well. They're actually 10th in the standings in the Western Conference right now. So they're in the play-in, and they have the ninth worst record in the NBA. And they retained top four protection on their pick, which means they've got a 20% chance of getting a top four pick. Right, so right. I think David Covered Griffin, their bases. I think yeah. David Griffin did really, really well because this is a top four heavy draft or whatever. It doesn't matter. I think they did I think they did pretty well. They, they're going to miss Josh Hart and all that. But 
I don't know. It, it, they added an older guy, but uh, it kind of makes me believe Zion's going to come back mm-hmm. and be a leader of this team. Uh, we got your thoughts on the McCollum trade mm. because you were still here in the Classic uh, yeah. Factory when we did that one, but then yeah. you were gone, yeah. and you, you couldn't make it back for the uh, Pacers-Kings trade, so let's hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, well, uh, so when I got home, Classic, you know, you walk in the house, my wife said, uh, so can I take this meeting? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good now. Go for it. <laughs> As soon as you check the phone, you get that alert, and I'm like, "Oh, you're fucking, you're kidding me, aren't you?" It's like it used to be after the show in the old days, where it's like, as soon as you finish recording, something happens, and yeah. the same thing happened. So you check as well. You is, it, is this maybe a joke? Is there something else there? Because <laughs> is this maybe a well, joke? because of all the kings, of all the kings players who were going to get traded, Buddy Harrison Barnes, De'Aaron Fox, I was like, Tyrese is there. Right. They're right. not trading him for anything unless it's that absolute like haul that they couldn't turn down so i looked at it a couple of times and i'm like that can't be that gotta be <laughs> you kept seeing halliburton kept going yeah this can't i be kept right. going there's got that's got to be fox there's no way they're giving up halliburton for that for sabonis who's a good young all-star player he's gonna give you rebounds and points and he can and he's good in the offensive end and i was like i can't believe the kings gave up on halliburton halliburton wanted to be there they drafted him he was their guy he's he was loved by the fans there and it was pretty much acknowledged by everyone like he's the guy you want to hang on to right now i think you can give up on De'Aaron fox or not give up on him but maybe it's time for him to move on so i thought this was a bad move here uh by the kings to, to just give up halliburton for the like other than that the rest of the deal it doesn't really matter because it's like you gave up the best young now some people are pushing back saying well hang on every halliburton's hasn't done all that much yet. Right. right I mean, there was a lot of love for Tyrese Halliburton yeah. yesterday. But I think and, people went a little overboard. And, and but yeah. If you compare him to where Sabonis has already done in his career, being the all-star and being a Sabonis good is 25, I know, too. I know. People he's think young. he's 32. Yeah, he feels older. Yeah, he feels yeah. older. Um, but it's just that what Halliburton could become, and it's the Kings giving up on him after they yeah. drafted him. And they didn't need to put him in that deal. If that deal was there for Sabonis, I think they could have gotten something else out of it. So I thought I thought it was bad. I mean, so you agreed with most of the internet that the Kings were the Kings yesterday. Yeah, in uh, just just the fact they gave up Halliburton. Seemingly, he was the one that they they wouldn't trade for Ben Simmons. Apparently, again, we we weren't we aren't uh, privy to all those conversations. But it sounded like the Kings were like, no, we're not doing it for Ben Simmons. And then they do it for this, and it's like, wow, wow, why would you do that? So I thought it was a bad bad move by the Kings. Any final thoughts on those two trades yesterday, the uh, Pelicans-Blazers uh, trade or this Pacers-Kings one? The Blazers are kind of getting dunked on quite a bit here for having to completely redo the last two years of their franchise pretty much, but I think they're doing an okay job. Like, they're going to be terrible this year, but that's kind of the point. They're going to have a chance at a really high draft pick. They are a younger team now. Josh Hart is going to be helpful for them. They've got a bigger role now for Amphrey Simons, and they've got a lot more flexibility. So I feel like the Blazers, even though their team is a lot worse today and yesterday than it was on man what even day is it? <laughs> yeah, Wednesday Monday okay right. so Monday yeah. the Blazers were terrible they're still bad yeah just a little bit worse which is good since they can drop even further down in the standings but now they can actually make some moves around Damian Lillard so yeah it's bad for the Blazers this season but guess what this season's already over for the Blazers yeah. now there's no reason for Damian Lillard to come back he's been talking about this abdominal injury that he's had for four seasons now he gets to rest for a lot of months until he's ready to come back next season so I'm still on the board or I'm still thinking that the Blazers are going to and should keep Lillard right for now uh, and try some other things around him. At least they have a chance for something new. Personally, I would also move off Nurkic. I think that he 
is a huge part of the reason they're never able to build a good defense like Lillard and Nurkic together as your point guard and your center on defense. You're never going to have a good defense. So try something else, but we'll see what they end up doing. But I think the Blazers, their team is worse. There's no doubt about it, but their outlook is a little bit better. All right, well, let's get to the games. Again, if you want to hear us talk about those two deals in much, much more detail, go check out those uh, videos that we posted yesterday and the podcast, both about 25 minutes long. All right. The only real good game from last night mm-hmm. was the Suns holding off the 76ers, 114-109. Uh, the Suns now have 44 wins, and again, this was entertaining. Some uh, bad turnovers late, I would say, for Philly. There was chances there to win this game, but it was entertaining nonetheless. Trey, what do you think? Yeah, I thought this was a fun game. Uh, a couple of little boners there at the end by Joel Embiid, <laughs> yeah. no doubt about it. He took the three-pointer a step back after the possession was going nowhere. I guess there was about 50 seconds left. Made a great play to get the steal back off Chris Paul. You don't yeah. see the Suns making mistakes down the stretch all that often. But then an even worse turnover from Joel Embiid. He just kind of led Seth Curry way, way, way too far. That was an unforced error. He just chucked it out of bounds. That was very weird to see, so... Uh, if they clean that up, like you just can't make mistakes against the Suns. They're not going to make mistakes. <laughs> right. And when they do, you have to seize on it. So I thought that was uh, sort of where the game was lost. And also to me, the TSN turning point, hmm. a four-point flop with three minutes and 39 seconds left by Chris Paul. <laughs> oh, man, come on. I mean, that was the perfect Chris Paul play. He takes, uh, I guess he, you know, he flops on Fiebel, I think it was, coming mm. through the screen, right? And, yeah. like, definitely a foul. Like, that's just a classic Chris Paul move. He goes to the line, makes the first one, misses the second. They get the offensive rebound. And was it Crowder? Crowder, Crowder maybe, yeah. I think, yeah. hit a three. Suddenly, the this was a tie game, and now the Suns are up four. And you're playing from behind against the Suns. Good luck. They, You know, the Sixers had a chance. They got the steal. They could have done something with it. They didn't. So you got to take advantage to beat the Suns. It's really, really hard to do, uh, at least in the regular season. So great stuff from uh, the Suns to be able to pull this one out. Yeah, it felt terrible for Joel Embiid after that pass. He was trying to lead Seth Curry. I don't know why he was trying to go. He thought on. it was Ben Simmons. Well, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. watching that, you just you just feel for the Sixers and just think they need one more guy. Seth Curry is just not the guy who's going to lead your team at the end of games as their point guard. They hope it's Tyrese Maxey, but Seth was just, I mean, he was taken away in this game. The Suns did an incredible job of taking Seth Curry away. And in that moment where Embiid thought, let's push, let's push, let's push, Seth stopped and uh, was ready to have somebody else take the ball. So he really, really needs one more guard. Right. He, he does. And, you know, it's it's nice to think that Tyrese Maxey could be that guy right now. It's just, it's unlikely. MB did everything he could at the end of that game. Made that beautiful steal. What a poke it was yeah. on Chris Paul there with the hands. But he's he's their lone ball handler, it seems, at times. And you got the best... Tobias Harris game you'll ever get and uh, they just need one guy (laughs) so I just felt terrible for Embiid because they could have beat the Phoenix Suns in this game and I think with one more ball handler one guy that he knows he needs this team if they go into the postseason yeah he thinks he he thinks he can carry this team on his back and some days he can but Series in and series out, he does. He needs another ball handler. Just so like, a, but good. you're saying like, just like a steady Eddie sort yeah, of a good like, one, like a vet sort of point guard type guy. A good one. Not, I mean, yeah. I mean, he he has flashbacks to having Jimmy Butler beside him and thinking, oh man, we could roll with that guy. Uh, if it's Ben Simmons, I'm sure he has that idea too. I'm, I'm sure he feels good. If look at that team, I mean, they are playing so well. It's a real Doc Rivers team. Just to elevate one guy. Uh, yeah, they could they could feel right, I think. And I think Joel could feel right. 
What do you think of this game? I thought another impressive performance from the Suns on the second night of a back-to-back. Tough little back-to-back there going to Chicago. I mean, that was the uh, actual blowout that wasn't a blowout yeah. there, but they had to finish nah, that close, game man. off. Three-point game, three-point <laughs> yeah. game. They just uh, beat two of the best teams in the Eastern Devin Booker, 38 yeah. on Monday night, 35 last night, 11 for 23. Again, uh, he's just feeling... I mean, he's always been a good shooter, and now he's just like, it doesn't matter who's defending him. You saw Tybal on him last night a couple of times, and he's just like... I'm just shooting over you and as if you're not there. Uh, so he's great. Bridges was, again, fantastic for them. And JaVale, again, another double-double for him off the bench. So everyone from the Suns seems to just contribute, uh, and that's what makes them so impressive. You know, the, the, the Sixers were leading this game, but Phoenix just wore them down. So, uh, yeah, super impressive stuff. Do you think we're getting a Sixers-Nets trade today? Because the the latest intel is uh, they're talking, these two teams, about a yeah. Simmons for Harden deal, but the holdup is the Nets want two or three players coming yeah. back and a lot of people thinking well what does that mean Thibel Curry is it possible they want, they're they asking for Maxi yeah. you know and then I definitely think they're asking the Sixers for Maxi. don't want to give up that much yeah, yeah and I, I just don't think that's where the Sixers want to go I think right. they want to keep it pretty much player for player maybe one more and, and throw in the someone a little deeper on the right George Niang someone like that which is <laughs> you know the Nets are probably like oh no. you don't even think the Sixers and Mori would go okay we'll take Harden we'll give you Simmons and then we'll give you one of our you know, good players. Yeah. Probably not Maxi, but Curry or Thibault. Uh, yeah, and it's probably Seth. Because I think they like the defense that Thibault gives them. Yeah. Even though offensively, he's obviously nowhere near as good as Seth. But I think if you give up Simmons and Thibault, that's two. I mean, well, it's one really, isn't it? But it's it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. two perimeter defenders. And I think that they would probably hold on to uh, Thibault for that reason. But Are we getting this trade today? As soon as we wrap up today's podcast? Are you? On I wish. Time? Yeah. I But no. I just don't see it happening. I don't know. It's it's odd seeing the the Nets on this losing streak, but I think they're just going to hang on to these losses, just keep losing until their guys come back. It's it's strange, but is that the quick remedy? I I don't I don't think that e- even though they're losing that KD and sits there and says, "Oh, that's our solution." I I, I don't think so. Right. I think I think he they're thinking internally. I think this uh, level of player that uh, the the Sixers are looking at is just it's not going to happen. I wonder if the Malcolm Brogdon extension that forces the Pacers to wait until next season kind of hurt them because they went basically into this year thinking, well, we'll extend Malcolm Brogdon. Our our team is Sabonis and Miles Turner and Malcolm Brogdon, essentially with Karis LeVert as well. Then they decide to blow it up. Now they can't trade Malcolm Brogdon. Now right. they, they kind of have two Malcolm Brogdons with Tyrese Halliburton, and they have two Buddy Heels with Chris Duarte. I think they would like to trade one of each of those guys, and it could have been a, a deal for Simmons. And I think if Malcolm Brogdon's on the floor yesterday, they win uh, with uh, Joel Embiid. And I know I'm a big Brogadaga more than other people are, <laughs> but he's solid when he's healthy, and I, I think he could have been that. Joel just needs a number two. That's all he needs. He just needs a ball. There is there. a lot of smoke right now to this Harden Simmons, uh, yeah, you know, potential We're deal. Because the latest thing is, well, you know, the Sixers are trying to say, well, the Nets push back and say, you got to give us more guys because you're not going to be able to actually just sort of bring him in. You'd have to move so many guys and open up so much room to then sign him. Mm. If obviously Harden is to uh, to not extend there with the Nets or to stay with the Nets, but then they're pushing back. Now the Sixers camp is, or at least from reports, like, oh, we can we have deals lined up. We yeah. can move Tobias Harris, no problem. So Harden <laughs> is coming, yeah. is what they're saying. They're trying to say, yeah, Harden's coming in the summer because. Yeah. 
you know, we can get Tobias Harris to OKC. <laughs> we can get him wherever we need to, and then we'll just take him. So if you want Simmons and, and you want this deal right now, then let's go. Yeah. But we're not including too much uh, other players in, yeah. in a Curry and Thibault. So there's a bunch of posturing here, which, I mean, obviously makes it fun. Yeah, Tobias Harris is like... He's, just <laughs> he's like, killing it right yeah. now, too. He's I know. Like playing yeah, the he, best he, he had a big three last night, but yeah. it's basically like the OKC Thunder have got the cap room. He's going there if we don't get the deal, and then we're just getting hardened as well. I know. So. I feel bad for him. You know, he's a nice guy, but he's a frustrating <laughs> player, isn't he? I mean, for Tobias. Yeah, yeah, because he's he's <laughs> not made himself guy. unmovable. He, he's basically like, we're, we're, you know, the, the the talks have ramped up to the point. It's like, we'll give you Simmons. You've got to take Tobias Harris too, right, which right. is a bit rough. But. Kudos to you, Skeets. You keep reading every Ben Simmons article. Yeah, I, cr- I cracked yesterday. <laughs> oh, you're done. I read <laughs> every Ben Simmons article until February 8th, 2022. Then yesterday, the same hammock wrap up. I just, on the athletic, it was good. But I read the first few lines. I said I can't. I just can't. I understand. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm at my breaking point. I'm I'm reading the live blog. I'm waiting. I'm okay, waiting. Good. Okay. Okay. Live updates. Real updates. But I'm done. I'm done on the the simo until it happens. Until that, he says I'm coming back. I love that you back. read every Ben Simmons article up until like yeah. 36 hours before the actual yeah, trade deadline. Then yeah, you tapped. Then they broke Tass Mellis. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I'll keep reading it and I'll try and keep you up to date. I don't know if I did a good job explaining that, but I think you guys were following uh, the other games from last night. Again, they're all blowouts, but uh, some of the teams that were getting crushed are interesting here. Giannis scored 44 as uh, the Bucks beat the Lakers 131 to 116 and then the news right after this game of course is Lakers feel urgency to make a, a change at the trade deadline but what the hell is that and what could they possibly do what do you think of the game or those rumors? Oh, well, there was also the Russell Westbrook not playing in the fourth quarter. Well, yeah, that's, cheering a, that's on a trend his, now. Cheering on his teammates uh, and also feeling that he he's earned the right to close games, but he didn't really complain, but he kind of did. He got booed last night. He also said that was a sign of respect from the fans. I sort of get what he's saying there. You know, they have such high expectations. He's going through a rough patch. Well, then anyway. Ben Simmons should come back to Philadelphia yeah. and be the most oh, respected player of all time. <laughs> but, um, but look, it's rare that we actually get an All-Star game before the All-Star game. But that's what it felt like last night because the Lakers didn't shoot badly. The rebounds and the assists were about the same, but they got absolutely smoked. They made the fake run late, which didn't really count. Yeah. Um, but this one was just an obliteration from the start. Uh, they gave up 78 points in the first half. Their defense <laughs> is just is just not there. So, yeah, they feel the urgency. Of course they do. But this is like, okay, so what are you prepared to trade? I mean, what have you got to trade and what are you prepared to trade? No one's going to take Westbrook when he's got $47 million player option for next season so well, hold on in. we've heard that said many times okay before. but uh, this is different I, 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 this is different uh, and then who are you going to give up i mean uh, taylor horton tucker you're not going to get much in return there ariza all these guys None. malik malik monk i guess could maybe get you something but he's actually been <laughs> shooting the it's ball like around yeah they, don't, they shouldn't so, trade him so that's the thing it's so i feel the urgency like yeah okay but <laughs> what what have you got what are you going to do here so yeah. uh, i think they're largely stuck with what they have uh which is just just overall, they're just lacking complete intensity for one thing on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bucks now, look, it's Giannis. He just walked into the paint. But uh, what did he finish? I think he did his first 11. He finished uh, 17 for 20. Oh, my God. He was awesome. In a regular season game. He had a couple of threes that, again, and, and you hear Jim Jackson on the on the call saying, oh, okay, let him knock down one. Fine. But they're letting him shoot. They're not even getting close to him. So, you know, he, he only took two, knocked him in, 13 free throws. Uh 
Yeah, this this a fifteen point final margin was really about a fifty point win for the Bucks. And then we get this image at the end of the game where Westbrook is like, <laughs> you know, you've got a injected LeBron and AD on the bench after uh, yeah this sort of fake comeback and Westbrook uh, almost almost blessing them. Or, or like, <laughs> Just think out it, guys. It's okay, yeah, we'll, right. we'll get there. Uh, I mean, it's bad. It's 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 rough there in Lakerland right now, and the Bucks yeah. were pretty dominant because uh, Middleton was awesome in the first half, especially too. But what do you think? Well, two things. I think we all forget that the Milwaukee Bucks are the favorite in the Eastern mm. Conference. Mm. Just because of the last month or so, we've been talking about the Bulls for the first couple months. The Heat are still amazing. Uh, then we talk about the Nets, who were the favorite in Las Vegas. Huge air quotes. But now the Milwaukee Bucks reminded us they are the team to beat. Yeah. Got to go through Because that. you have to, you're reminded when you see these games that Giannis could do this easily four games out of seven in yeah. any playoff series yeah the Bulls so don't luck. the Bulls don't have the experience there's you yeah. know you find whatever reason for each team but they're, they're the favorite other side the Lakers okay they can't do a lot at the trade deadline they just they just can't because of how they're paying how their salary structure for the top three guys what about what about a dirty little move like getting Dennis Schroeder back I know it's <laughs> yeah, crazy okay. but Schroeder is <laughs> available Dennis. with the Celtics <laughs> Get him. it's it's a weird pairing with him and Westbrook obviously but he was their point guard last year when they were the best defense in the league. And, they were up 2-1 on the Suns. <laughs> right. Uh, the chemistry was better. I don't know what you do with Westbrook and Schroeder, but that's like an attainable guy because all these other guys, even the Buddy Heel that they could have got before the season, unless it's a three-team deal and and they're working some sort of cat magic. I don't know. Throwing names out there because Schroeder's available. That's a legitimate right. name that they could get, and he's only $6 bucks. That's how that could happen as we uh, tick down. No, no matter how small this, or, or big, I guess, a deal is here, it feels like the Lakers are going to be doing something because all these quotes are, I mean, just pretty wild hearing from like the players saying, like, yeah, we got to shake up something. Something. Yeah. Whatever that player coming in is, and if it's moving THT and none, and yeah, what are you really getting back for that in a very future first-round pick? Yeah. Not a lot. None but, for Schroeder works, but you know. <laughs> but what? Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. The what's Celtics? the incentive for the Celtics yeah. to even make that deal? Like, yeah, I mean, Kendrick Nunn could be a guy off the bench to be, but he hasn't. I don't, he hasn't he played hasn't, yet. No, he hasn't no. played a single. No, that's no. an issue too. Yeah. But but also, it's like every team trades Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. I mean, Dennis Schroeder wants to move on. He's coming off the bench and playing some minutes for the Celtics yeah. team, but he is sort of deep in the rotation. They're making a move. Uh, but it's yeah. not going to be a big one. They need a spark, and and I feel like if there is no trade, then the move they're going to make is probably firing Frank Vogel. Which you know is that your fault, help? Frankie? Your fault? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on, was Frank Vogel just named to the uh, greatest coaches of all time? <laughs> no, he didn't 15. make it. No, uh, he didn't 16th make it. He was. He was 16. Yeah. <laughs> they get him a jersey. He was 16 <laughs> yeah. on the back. Where did that come from? Why did that? They happen? they they did this in '97. Oh, like, they did. They, yeah, I think I they did top ten coaches of all time. They do they top ten five. teams of all time. Yeah, they do this weird thing. They added five. Fifteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm. Just, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> I what's forgot. Going on. I had forgotten about the top ten. I guess yeah. you want to do thirty minutes on the uh, top fifteen coaches of all time. Where's Rudy T? Where's Rudy T? Yeah. <laughs> that, okay, never that's under. Where is he? Never yeah. underestimated. Uh, any th- thoughts here, Trey, on on what the Lakers can possibly do here or this game? Well, LeBron said it tells me we ain't on their level. I mean, I could have told you that before the game. He wants something to happen. Westbrook for Julius Randle and Evan Fournier. <laughs> would you do it? I mean, why would the yes. Knicks do that? <laughs> Westbrook's a big name. Oh. And also the Knicks suck. <laughs> like, they need somebody. Westbrook would probably help the Knicks. I guess. Have you seen him? That is, man, that's a depressing trade to me. Yeah, man. That's yeah. the most depressing trade package out there. Trading for Julius Randle and Evan Fournier. 
but I got it and lined it up for another team as well. <laughs> All right, you're going to hear it a little bit later, okay. my friends. Okay. okay. Well, let's go to the uh, Celtics killing the Nets, 126 to 91. Uh, that is the Nets' ninth straight loss. That's yeah. how bad it's gotten there. And then the Celtics, quietly here, I think have uh, strung together a nice little winning streak. Uh, six, six straight wins. Six, okay. Six so straight you- wins. Nine straight losses, and the nice. Celtics nice. popped yeah. over. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, the Celtics popped over the Nets in the standings. Right, um, right. Which is weird. <laughs> but the Celtics are now uh, up there in the standings. And, hey, this Boston Celtics team, my Celtics, putting it all together, absolutely moving the basketball. Your Celtics? Yeah, what? they're what? mine. Oh, what? yeah, they're mine. I thought mine. the Cavs were yours. Yeah. You're turning into Lee Ellis. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I have been calling them <laughs> the most 500 yes. team all season long. But they're, they're breaking not. through the <laughs> yeah. ceiling, and they, they are absolutely not. They feel good. Everybody eats. Everybody touching the ball. They're for, playing defense, too. Yeah, but they've huge. been playing D all year. Yeah. They, it's they, gone to another level, I feel like. They've but. been – they've been yeah, because they like each other again. It's four quarters of spacing, ball movement, player movement, the shot distribution – quite equal they're playing 13 guys because they're playing the nets and they can crush the nets and uh, that the first quarters matter in this league sometimes in, <laughs> in a couple of these games in the bucks lakers game in the nets celtics game uh, the, yeah 28 this, to 2 lead yeah 28 to 2 lead in this game because uh they were able to walk from defense into easy offensive scores it was unfortunate so this isn't really indicative of how good the boston celtics have been playing mm-hmm. uh because the nets had zero of their big three, obviously, they're playing at home. Although, hey, the mandates are being lifted in New York State. Could happen in New York City soon. You never know. And in Brooklyn as well. You never, never know. Kyrie could be back someday. Uh, anyway, the Celtics are, are playing their best ball, obviously. And uh, this East is getting uh, mm. a bit of a glut. It's a bit of a glut up there well, in this Already standings. was. And then yes. as we talked yes. about here, the Raptors are now back in the mix. The Celtics, the Hawks are coming. Yeah. it's, it's yeah. I and guess the Nets are falling out of it, though. And... Um, well, I guess they're really the only one I'm trying to think. I guess the Hornets have come back Hornets to Earth a little Hornets. bit. And the, but anyway. and the Knicks are falling further. Oh, the they, Wizards well, are right. falling further. And the Hawks are joining yeah, the fray. Right. So it's uh, it's a, a team that I don't think makes a move. I don't think the Celtics make a move unless they're trading Dennis Schroeder. Do you think TNT should have cut away from this game oh, last yeah. night? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was... It was uh, yeah, it was when you saw those starting lineups, basically a fully strength Celtics versus, uh, you know, what, what the Nets had to offer. This game was a blowout from lit. They were 14-0, I think it was, in the first three minutes, uh, and that was all over from then. So, And look, I don't want to be a, a Debbie Downer here for the Celtics, but I will say, because they have won eight of nine, very winnable games, mm-hmm. all those ones there. Uh, even the Heat, they blew out. I think the Heat were on that second night after the uh, big triple overtime there. They played Jim, nobody. Yeah, Jimmy Butler wasn't playing. I think Bam did actually play Bam in that played. game, yeah. but, uh, but that was about it. And then, you know, so the Hornets, good team, but other than that, Pistons... Magic and the severely shorthanded Nets the last three. Right, so, right. But listen, you got to win the games, and that's all the Celtics are doing right now. Okay. Um, let me just give you all these other blowouts last night, and then, Trey, maybe you want to touch on one or two of them. Gotcha. Or do you have an actual note for No all chance. Okay, good. No chance. Actually, i got a note for everyone now. Okay, here we go. Yep. Uh, Hawks crush the trade-depleted Pacers 133-112. Cheeks. Next. <laughs> John Moran tallies 30 points against uh, again as the Grizzlies kill the Clippers. I thought this one was actually cool. A lot of alley-oops. Some nice John Morant highlights. I would love to see the 
proportion of points that the Grizzlies score on alley-oops compared to the rest of the league. Mm. I imagine it's best. You think so. Brandon Clark, that guy gets a lot of alley-oops. Yep. Ooh, you like that little lefty that uh. Jaw had there splitting, snaking oh, yeah. through the pick and roll, and then he's afterwards, he's like, hey, here's what I did. Here's what yeah. I did. That was like, it was a snake move the way he went through, yeah. and also the way he moved his arm was very snake-like. Got hit pretty hard in this game, too, yep. from yes. uh, Morris, but he was like, yeah, that's fine. I played on concrete. Yeah, <laughs> that, quote. that was a great quote. <laughs> that's a great quote. He's on fire right now. Yeah, on know, the court and off the court. With every uh, line he says, he turned it into a t-shirt. All right, Brandon Ingram scores 26 <laughs> as the surging Pelicans top the Rockets 110-97. to Love the Pelicans right now. Four straight wins. Brandon Ingram personally is 8-2 in his last 10. 26 points last night on 11 of 17 shooting. That is nice. Also 10 points, 11 rebounds for Herbert Jones. Mm. Yeah. I heard Zach Lowe say he's going to start calling him full Herbert. I'm sticking with Herb. I like Herb. I yeah. love Herb. Or let's even get fun. Let's go Herbie. Bert. <laughs> wow. Bert Jones. It's been a long time since we had a Herb in the NBA. Probably even longer since we had a Bert. <laughs> I would have to imagine. Yeah, probably. Uh, Luca, 33 and 11, uh, helps lead the Mavericks past the Pistons, 116 to 86. Cheeks. Yep. Bones Highland scores 22 as the Nuggets beat the Knicks, 132 to 115. Hmm. Cheeks. Bones but cheeks. Yeah, bones mm. but cheeks. Uh, it's he like put, my ass. <laughs> yeah. He put Kemba on his cheeks. Yes, he did. He did. Wow. Uh, the Magic down the Blazers, 113-95. That's a cheeks. And the bench mob of the Timberwolves carries them to the victory, 134-114 to over the Kings. Kings didn't have their trade pieces yet, yeah. but I like this one. Because the Wolves have to be feeling pretty good about themselves. They've been in the king zone for a long time. Any move they make, any sort of uh, positive momentum they get, nobody believes anything. But they have leveled up. They have separated themselves from the Sacramento Kings. So that's good. Yeah, That's yeah. good for the Timberwolves. You are no longer Kings Midwest. Mm-hmm. Look On at, the up and up. Look at these scores and obviously these outcomes. You know that the All-Star Weekend is near. Yeah. This happens. Uh, and a lot of these teams, you know, depleted because of guys that have just been traded that aren't even in the damn, you know, even in, in the locker room yet or injuries and stuff like that. But this happens as you get to the deadline and then All-Star Weekend. It's like people stop caring as much. <laughs> yeah, and teams are just in different directions as well right now. I mean, you know, the Pistons, they don't want to win anymore as well. Right. It's starting to heat up a little down the uh, other end of oh, this table A little tankathon. Well. You got a little bit. tankathon, I mean, do you? you? know, the league's obviously tried to change it so that, yeah. uh, you know, it, it doesn't mean that whoever gets the absolute worst record has the better chance of winning but teams certainly want to be in the mix of those bottom four teams so uh, well it's twofold we got the play-in tournament uh, yeah to keep yeah. hope alive for some of these teams and then you're right uh, your odds aren't as high if you're like yeah. the worst team in the league it's a little more flattened um any thoughts on any of those blowouts there well yes as Trey said about the Timberwolves it's great to see them separating themselves from the pack a little bit yeah a lot of teams kind of keeping their guys out here before the trade deadline right uh, one guy who's a smaller name that could have been dealt, the Timberwolves' Malik Beasley, who shoots the lights out, shot the lights out yesterday, seven threes, and has been really hot now. I don't know if that means mm. he's going to be dealt or the Wolves are just happy they've got a scorer off the bench because, you know, he signed that big contract before the season, but he hit seven threes yesterday, five before that, four before that, four before that. He's been balling. Uh, they need some little injection of scoring from their bench. Their, so it's been good their for them. bench has been mm-hmm. rolling mm-hmm. lately with Nas Reed and yeah, Prince has played well. Mm-hmm. And that's another guy's name's come up in some of the uh, trade rumors and McDaniels and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. good win there from the from the Wolves. Who almost called them the Kings. <laughs> they are not the Kings. They're the Wolves. The Timberwolves. 
The T-Wolves. What are your nut? You're not supposed to call them. T-Wolves. The T-Wolves, yeah. They, hate they don't it. like it. They yeah. hate it. Uh, it's like Miami Heat. You're supposed to capitalize heat. Just like Get the fuck out of here. Man. People, have their, people have their preferences, yeah, don't they? They do. Why wouldn't you capitalize heat? I hate... Th- no, they, heat, all E-A-T. four. Oh, as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, like... <laughs> Legally, you're supposed to. <laughs> you can get arrested if you don't. Yeah. yeah. Throw you in jail. Especially in Miami. Like, don't want any heat around here. No, no. Capitalize it. Okay, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk Beal. We'll talk about the all-star Saturday night participants in the three-point contest and the skills competition and a whole lot more. We'll be right back. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight? Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not preach you and your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Back here in the Classic Factory. Shout out to the stream teamers once again. If you haven't, take a second, like the video, and subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Just and- got a subscription via the stream team. Yeah? Yeah. Our man Matt Guzman said, just subscribe to The Athletic using oh. your link. Okay. So thank you very much, Matt Guzman. That's good, yes. Also subscribe to The Athletic. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks for that one. Uh, okay, we got some news here, and then we'll get to the all-star Saturday night participants in the three-point contest and the new skills competition. Um, but Wizards guard Bradley Beal is undergoing season-ending surgery for a torn ligament in his uh, left wrist. Team was hopeful that surgery could be ruled out. Um, and he was considering various other treatment options uh, on that sprained ligament. But in the end, he's getting the surgery. He's done for the year. And now, Trey, we wonder how this changes the Wizards' plans here um, at the trade deadline and what this means even for Beal. Has he even played his last game in a Washington Wizards uniform for all we know? Yeah, this throws a lot of wrenches into things, throws a wrench into the entire trade deadline, I would have to imagine. You know, Beal was going to be a potentially gettable name, at least if the Wizards decided that they didn't want to make a run at the 10th seed. They're a team that doesn't like to tank, so maybe it was unlikely. But I have to think that at the very least... This means the Wizards have to be sellers of, like, a Montrez Harrell, a Thomas Bryant. Maybe somebody could entice them on Kuzma or KCP. They've had play- they were at the playoffs last year, so I don't think they need to, like, the optics of making a postseason, right? Maybe Spencer Dinwiddie could be had as well. There's some role players there, basically, yeah. that Tommy Shepard's going to be busy in the next, uh, or what, to now, 28 hours. <laughs> yeah, 28, 28 hours. But, man, the bigger question that he's going to have to answer is what to do with Beal, since this guy is going to be eligible for a $240 million deal this season. Oh. 
or he could walk for nothing. Yeah. Literally nothing. Yep. So, I don't know. There still could be a team that wants to sign him next season and thinks, we'll have a better chance of getting him to want to re-sign here. If we get him in our building, he can rehab here. We can practice with him. But they have to also not really be playing for anything this season. <laughs> so you know who it is. It's the Knicks, baby. Oh, here we go. Evan Fournier and Julius Randle for Bradley Beal. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you're the Knicks this season, you're probably not making it back. You would be getting off of that Julius Randle deal. I mean, Bradley Beal's going to be signing a pretty big contract here, but I think you would rather pay him a whole bunch of money for the next few seasons than you would Julius Randle. So I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Nonetheless, like we said with the Westbrook trade, when you're making your move for Julius Randle and Evan Fournier, you might end up being the Knicks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a tough one, yeah. but yeah. that's what happens. That's what happens, and that's the risk that the Blazers are going to run into with Damian Lillard, like keeping him so long that they get to that humongous deal that has been bad for pretty much everybody who's signed it that's not one of the top five guys mm. in the league. Uh, and like, and yeah. Sorry, yeah. and just like for the Wizards, you put themselves in their shoes. They've already done this before, too, with John Wall and a massive contract, and that, ha- that blows up in their face. So like, oh, my God, to look at it and have to maybe do it again, and they might. They might sign him. I mean, if the they guy wants could. to be there, yeah. They could. It's an exchanging of problems if the Wizards do that deal with the New York Knicks, like we've seen with Westbrook for Wall, that kind of thing. Right. But, you know, somebody else's problem is always a little bit greener, right? Mm. I could. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't hate it. Mm. I definitely don't hate it. It could be a Nicky move. Uh, and, yeah, that... Wizards, yeah, just having gone through this with John Wall, may have a little reluctance right. to do this again with Bradley Beal because it seems like the status quo is you get your star to that line where he can sign the monster deal and you just do it. But so many of these are crapping out. Uh, so you gotta, some, somebody's gotta change. I'm reluctant change it. to sign Bradley Beal to a five year, $245 million contract before the wrist injury. Yeah. Let alone now he's got this. Um, so that's tough. And, like, of course, I mean, with the whole player option, he could go to another team, but it wouldn't be as much money. You yeah. know, it's not going to be the five years and the 8% increase that you can do. It's going to be four years and the 5% increase. So, yeah. Um, what are you doing here if you're Washington <laughs> over the next 27 yeah. hours? No, 28 hours still. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's a tough one because if they move on from the guy they drafted, their franchise guy, they're saying, all right, we're trading you, and they're losing him. They've lost Wall as well. The season's sort of gone apart. But they got to get something, I think, in return for him other than, okay, well, if we do, ex- it's, we know sort of what the ceiling is with a Bradley Beal-led team. You know, mm-hmm. The playoffs last season, I think, was a pretty good example. They haven't been able to sort of build a team around him in the past. So it's like, okay, we'll give you that huge deal, but then they're sort of uh, stuck with it. And for Beal, I mean, for the Knicks... What the situation doesn't really improve for him there either, especially if they, you know, give up a couple of players, you know, like so he may be then facing signing a huge deal there in a team that's really in the same position as yeah. him in Washington. I, I'm laughing because the Knicks, you know, their history with free agents is they sign a big name and then that person gets injured. Yeah. This time they're just making, <laughs> making the room for yeah. a guy already injured. Uh, I mean, if it were to happen. But yeah, this uh, unfortunate news for Bradley Beal. He hasn't played well this season at all. You're right. Best case scenario when Beal's your best player on your team, what are you? I think your best case scenario is you're a 500 team. Yeah. Right? And I think we saw that with Westbrook and him last year. They, they surged, they had that great run, they made the playoffs. But ultimately, did they even win? I think, did they win a game in the playoffs? I can't remember. But uh, they uh, weren't that good. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you lose him for zero, then it feels like, wow, what a. We had a player of that asset with that quality, 
and we couldn't get anything in return for him. It, it, let's say Beal doesn't get moved, though, here because of now the injury and obviously the, the contract situation and teams are going to be reluctant, like Trey said. Like, if you're going to trade for him, then you got to be pretty confident you're going to be keeping him. Um, but what about the other guys? like Montrez Harrell and Dinwiddie and like will these be pieces that should be moved that can obviously help a team that's maybe uh, higher up in the standings than a Washington Wizards I think so yeah I, I think yeah you keep your youngins uh, but yeah KCP Montrez Harrell Kuzma even Spencer Dinwiddie has been rumored to be yep. on the trade block and I believe it I, I, I believe that he could be had so yes I think so for sure yeah Montrez is an interesting one because I think teams would like to have a guy like him coming off the bench but we've also seen him struggle in the playoffs mm-hmm. you know to the point where he's been benched but he is a six man of the year award winner and he does give you that energy gives you that little yeah. boost so if you need someone to just shore up your bench I'm just throwing this name out there like the Raptors who could ah, use an extra I, I tweeted it this morning oh, I good, said okay, where right, are the right. Montrez Herald to the Raptors rumors right. a lot of pushback on that yeah. though well, like, and, what and, do we need why do we need another 6'8 yeah. guy <laughs> that's true that's true but, <laughs> good point but, but in the sense that you know what you're getting from him I yeah. think uh, off the bench and then you know as the minutes do uh, squeeze a little in playoffs he's not as effective but maybe the Raptors could just use an extra body mm-hmm. on their bench all right, let's get to the uh, all-star Saturday night three-point contest participants. The Mountain Dew three-point contest. Mm, yeah. I, th- I thought Lee was wearing a Mountain Dew shirt when I came in for a sec, but <laughs> no, I, no, I realized. Shout out to uh, Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> Who's that- Kangaroo Jack? The actual kangaroo? No, nah, this is oh. the... Uh, this oh, is are you trying to do the pose of the <laughs> crazy Jack kangaroo? Though? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, sponsor of the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix in the NBL. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, well, sh- nice shirt. You've we, got one. You've all got one. Yeah. Oh. It's like, sure, you should wear it. I should wear it. <laughs> um, we're going to have a new champion league yes. in the three-point contest. Uh, Zach Levine is making his third consecutive appearance. He's yeah. trying to become, as Trey has brought up before, the first player ever to win the dunk contest and the three-point contest. You can tell he really wants that because he keeps going in this, and yeah, I respect right. it. Uh, Trey Young competing for the second time, and then everybody else, first-time participant, um, which... Shocked me. I thought CJ McCollum had been... He has been in it. CJ's oh, been in it. Okay, then he was I... a replacement for... Uh... Mm, maybe that's it. I could have sworn I got this off of NBA.com. Mm. And I was like, what? CJ's the first time? Anyway, you got two Ohio natives there in Luke Kennard and CJ McCollum. This uh, taking place in Cleveland. And then we do have Desmond Bain, Carl Anthony Towns, Fred Van Vliet. We knew that one. And uh, Patty Mills rounding it out. So... I mean, Lee, get us started here. Just what are your thoughts on these eight guys? Um, you, you liking the field? I know you'll be watching regardless, yeah. but what do you think? Overall, I like the field, yes. Uh, there is the one lefty in there, yes. Luke Kennard. Mm. Good. Um, <laughs> Could be the first one yeah, ever to win listen, it. I, yeah, the nerd dog. I would have preferred uh, Kelly in there for uh, entertainment value. <laughs> yeah. But listen, I'm okay with that. But overall, not too bad. you got a couple of all-stars there, yep. Freddie. Carl uh, Anthony Towns and Zach Levine. And Trey Young. And Trey Young. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, CJ is one of those should have been an all star, hasn't been yet. Desmond Bain's been incredible for the Grizzlies this season. And then you got Patty Mills there. So I'm very, very happy to have Patty out there. Mm-hmm. He's going to be my pick. I'm going with the Homer pick, Ooh, of course, there. Nice. Uh, but overall, I like this field. And I do like the fact that Zach Levine, last two years, I think he scored 22 both times. Good scores. Yeah. But the standard is, is a lot higher. There's a few more points there to be had now. Well, as well. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. we do have the do zone. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Two deep yes. shots yes. position between, uh, you know, your traditional racks at the top and then on the wings. There's one on, like, each pedestal, uh, and those count for three points. Yeah. Those are, like, six feet behind the three-point yeah. line. I fucking hate them. I absolutely hate them. I made this very clear before. Why Why try and ruin the, the, the most perfect contest mm. that we have on uh, All-Star Saturday Night? But they did a couple years ago, and it's still there. I thought... 
I mean, I couldn't even remember. I thought it went away and then it's back. Maybe no, not. Maybe it's been there. I think they've had it. Last the green two, balls yeah. are worth point, three points, yeah. so there are more points. That's what I'm upset about. But um, who do you like to win, Trey? Oh, well, Zach Levine is going to win. Zach. Yeah, Zach wow. Levine, guaranteed victory. Third time's a charm. <laughs> He's going to get 23 this time, mm. I heard, and that's going to be the winner. My secondary pick. Trey Young, also a homer pick, but I like it because he's got deep range. We've seen Steph Curry win a three-point contest. He's got a Steph Curry-like game, Steph Curry-like jumper. So, give me Trey Young. All right, so you like the do zone. Oh, yeah. do zone coming into play. Yeah, oh, 100%. You got to make your long ones. They're worth more. All right. Give me a prediction. Who you like? Well, I agree that it's... It's wrong to throw in the do zone. Thank you. They already threw in even the additional money ball rack. You know, no, I mean, we've been accustomed to that, but four additional points there. I'm a traditionalist when it comes to three point cards. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're weird shots. But yeah, Trey could obviously make those. I'm just rolling with the Desmond Bain swagger from this year and the Grizzlies swagger. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll roll with Desmond Bain. Wow. Yeah, I'll okay. Bu- I'm, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. If uh, if you could pull up the, uh, the photo of them, JD, if you don't mind. Uh, they did my man Luke Kennard pretty wrong with that shadow on his eye. It just it looks it's a strange choice yeah. on, on his eye there. They also didn't care to uh, do a little Photoshop work on CJ McCollum, I see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Last Hell I yeah. checked, doesn't play for the Blazers anymore. Nope. That is official. He'll be uh, in a Pelicans uniform. That'll be the first time we see CJ McCollum in a Pelicans. No, it won't be. I guess he'll maybe be playing. Well, no, he, he no, could be playing tonight. Yeah, he could yeah, be yeah, playing yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah. David yeah, was some, on the broadcast. You know what I keep He doing? wants to be there tonight. I keep thinking All-Star Weekend is this weekend. Mm, usually uh, it is, but the Super Bowl that's right. added, an extra, they added, mm. added an extra week this year. They play 17 games now. They're adding games. Yeah. The NBA should be subtracting. Because uh, All-Star Weekend is usually Valentine's weekend. Yep. Um, but not this year. It's a, a week uh, later. A lot uh, of love for us. Okay, happening. so you we, we got a Zach Levine. we got a Desmond Bain. We got a... Who Patty. You going? You're going Patty, of course. Yeah. I guess I have to go. Freddie. Give me Fred Van Vliet. This guy's on fire, too. He could win it. But I, I, you said it. I'm like, I can't picture him in this type of contest. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, yeah. uh, you know, with just pulling off a rack, I can't... Yeah. <laughs> I think he'll thing. actually hit both of his do balls because that's sort of what I just imagined <laughs> with Freddie, you know, like a little bit more time to really launch it. <laughs> Those so, are big. Yeah. Those are big. Okay, let's hear from uh, everybody in the stream team. Let's hear from the pod squad. Let's hear from the Discord horde for crying out loud. And we'll be here watching it live. Is that the plan? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, so well it's the big show that's what that sounds <laughs> well like. it's uh, the do zone there you go um so the plan is on all-star saturday night we're gonna do like a basically a watch party yeah live well, on I mean, YouTube. we're always together on saturday nights usually <laughs> <laughs> that's why i wish it was valentine's day still yes yeah, so we could caress each other yeah <laughs> uh, hold each other's maurice uh, cheeks uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say uh, Fred's slowed down, but he's still hitting shots. Oh, yeah. He's still burying lots yeah, of shots. Yeah, he had six he's the other night. He did. Uh, okay, so then we also have the All-Star Saturday Night Skills Challenge Field. <laughs> this one brought to you by Taco Bell. And we got a new format to this because we got three teams of three players. They're going to participate in a four-round competition that will still test shooting and passing and, and dribbling and all that. But we got Team Cavs. Jared Allen, Darius Garland, and Evan Mobley. We got Team Adedokumbos, <laughs> which is amazing. We got Giannis, Thanasis, and then Alex, who's not even in the league. He's playing for the Raptors' uh, 905 team. He's mm. in the G League, which is fine. And then we have, uh, he's a champion, though. They're all champions, aren't they? Mm. The, uh, yes, the yeah. Rings. Yeah. yeah. And then we got Team Rooks, which is Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, and Josh Diddy. So this is definitely different. Um, 
I, I tried reading like the whole new format. Like again, it's it's four different things. There's gonna be this like shooting thing where you're trying to get these like points, then there's a passing thing, then there's a relay thing, which is more the traditional skills challenge that we stuff. know. And then whoever like the top two teams are that go to the finals. They're basically having a half-court competition. So it's Hell yeah, they are. Very, very weird. Um, and that will determine the Taco Bell Skills Challenge winner, which will be a team. But Trey, what do you, what do you think of this wrinkle here? I love it. <laughs> oh, you sicko. This is so good. Are you kidding me? This is going to be the best event of All-Star Saturday night. Wow. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. No one cares about the Skills Challenge. There's no historical ties to it, so they change it all the time. <laughs> and honestly, I think that's how it should be. I love the do balls. As soon as they added like the whole rack of money balls who cares about the points the points are all messed up who cares about points who cares about what happened 30 years ago we're talking about what happened but those today. are like but those are like different shots fundamentally i guess is my issue you're right they changed the point difference on the balls but they're still at the three-point line it's still a rack there now, but i mean theoretically two, two if, some, if somebody wanted to be a baller they could shoot from five feet out <laughs> put their racks five feet out and shoot every shot five feet okay. out that would be awesome somebody should do that if that you want to be, be a cool guy in the three-point contest you should do that okay but this is going to be awesome because it comes down to a half-court shot at the end. Yep. That's what the NBA has been missing since they got rid of uh, the Shooting Stars mm. competition. Half-court shots are awesome. And you can tell because if it ends up a tie, nobody makes it. They're just doing it again. Yeah. They're like, everybody wants to see half-court shots. I love half-court shots. Okay. So I'm big time on this. The Cavs are going to win. Guaranteed. Lock it in? Yeah, lock it in. They have the best guard out there. Mm. Like, there's going to be a lot of shooting and passing. And they're the only one that has an all-star guard. So give me the Cavs. Yeah, I think uh, this adds a little juice to it. This is great. Yeah. I mean, you're standing for the traditional skills challenge. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I was, I was back to the three-point contest. I mean, oh. he brought up the do balls, which I oh, am against. Sorry. But no, this, I'm fine. I mean, look, I don't Change care. it. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, the bros are playing together. The Cavs That's are playing fun. together. So it adds a little juice. I, I think they will. I think being on a team adds a little bit of want to this thing because well, people even, generally don't like care. I like the different sort of competitions because like, it's like, again, these aren't all happening at one time like we just do that weird relay. That's one of them but there's literally like a 30 second clock where you shoot and your other guy's got a rebound for you and you just got to put up points and then the passing, there's like these moving targets apparently that you got to like hit them so that to me is like a QB challenge or something yep. like that. And it's like, okay, I like that. I'm, I'm a fan yeah, of that. Yeah, and uh, I'm, at, I'm I'm definitely backing the Aditaku Bros. That okay. hashtag, there's a hashtag Aditaku Bros. They always hashtag each other's stuff. Uh, so got to back them. Uh, I got to correct you though. Costas won the championship with the Lakers. Oh, thank you. Not Alex. Thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, who Al- Alex is the man though. His middle name, Ameka. Hmm. It's a cool middle God, name. Yeah. Alex Ameka? Aditakumpo, wow. yeah. And, and I love me some Ameka Okafor, okay. so I'm glad, back in the Aditaku bros, All right. for sure. <laughs> so, uh, and so well, the, the fourth brother will just be cheering him on. <laughs> yeah, he's not there. No. He's right. playing in France He's the Adria Gasol of the family, is he? Mm, no, that's the fourth. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a... He's playing in France, I think. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And then there's the Francis, who plays soccer. And Yeah, anyways, bye. <laughs> well, you you pumped for this? Yeah, call me Taylor because I'm going with Team Rooks here. I've got to. I mean, uh, Josh Good. I'm calling Josh you Good. Sean. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. No one's ever going to uh, mistake you as Taylor Rooks, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, look, they keep trying things. Um, so why not? Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Uh, I, I think this will be one, actually, we overlook because we tend to do that. Of course, Overlo- you know. Overlook. <laughs> or I just sort of like your time. At That's when you're getting your pizza ready. That's when you're getting yourself ready for the, uh, for the other events for the night but yeah they keep trying things that's fine bring back the shooting stars 
Bring back Chris Bosch, man. He was unbeatable. They brought back like they brought back every third event in All Star yeah. Weekend for this. Yeah. The team shooting round one. That's two ball. That's what it's going to be. I mean, it's going to technically be one ball with three players, but. If you add it up to four divided by two, it's still two ball. If you ask me, the passing, like you're saying, that's that's a sort of new one. The yeah. team relay is what they've yeah. always done, though I do like this. They have to make a three-pointer from the corner against an automated defender? Oh, maybe it's that robot. Oh, my God. The robot's <laughs> going to be there. Yeah. yeah. I like that. And then uh, the half-court <laughs> shot, like they got from um, the shooting star. Yeah. I think it's great. Uh, the funniest thing to me, though, is that... The first two rounds are worth a hundred challenge points. Yeah, <laughs> just just give them one point. <laughs> like, yeah. they don't need to be hundreds. Uh, multiples of the hundreds. What is this? Hogwarts? I can't believe there's uh, because it's Taco Bell. Like, it's yeah. not like uh, bonus burrito points or you know stuff like that. Like, they usually do that. Like, yeah, hundred tacos. Case in point with Mountain Dew and their Dew Zone. Taco Bell's. Like, yeah. No. Should we? Should we have to while yes. we're watching the stream? Yes. What, whoever sponsors it is what we're doing. Yep, Lee. Mm. That's going to basically be a pick and pay off for you. We're eating Taco Bell during the Taco Bell skills challenge. We're chugging nothing but Mountain Dew. Uh, straight during that, And then we're on our phones, uh, AT&T calling each other during the dumb contest. Okay? Uh, yes. Uh, I hate talking on the phone too, man. Yeah. So do I. That'd be yeah. the worst one. The worst uh, one for sure. Dumb contest takes a long time uh, too. Yeah, Dad, yeah. you see that one? See that one? Yeah, and, and, and the dunk contest confirmed. We already knew the four guys. Yeah. JTA, uh, Jalen Green, Obi, Obi Toppin, and Kate, Cole Kate, Anthony. Cole, Kate, Kate Cole, Cole Anthony, yeah. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm right. I'm all right. You're going to be okay on Saturday night? I'll be fine. I'll be. What are you doing for the Super Bowl? you going to watch? Uh, nah. You're going to watch the halftime. Mm, who's performing this year? Dr. Dre, Eminem, uh, oh, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige. You seriously oh, didn't yeah. know that? No, I didn't know that, no. I'll tune in for Eminem, for sure. <laughs> Just Eminem. <laughs> Just Eminem. <laughs> oh, Mary will be okay, too, I suppose. But uh, who, Dr. Dre, That's who else? Snoop, Snoop, I think, was Snoop. the other oh, Snoop. Oh, and Kendrick Yeah, sure, and Kendrick. I'll, 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 I'll tune in for that, for sure. I can't tell if you're joking. You didn't, you didn't know that they were doing that? I didn't that. know they were performing. No, it's funny. I hadn't had you're any... online 24-7. No, I'm not online 24-7. <laughs> what did you say the over under for songs was? It was high. It was oh, like it is very ten high. and a half or eleven <laughs> and a half. Yeah, it's ten and a half. Wow, yeah, wow, all the prop bets. That's, that's a lot, but so it's like two per person. And Lee, I mean, we taught we. I don't know if we talked about it on the air, but we definitely talked about it in this room. So <laughs> Trey watched the three minute trailer, and he was like. All right, I'm getting excited for this. I'm getting yeah, totally, excited for this. Totally. I remember yeah, that's what it. We talked about it. It's the 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 NFL's just not on my like radar at all. So you yeah, know. but this is like this is like pop culture. Yeah, but it's I mean it's geared around the like the biggest football event, which I just don't. Well, that's fair. I've been down here what eight years, all of us nine years. Football, I just can't get into it. I just don't. I watched a game. I went to a game. I got tickets to a Falcons game against. Uh, someone earlier this season right yeah you know goes out there the guy kicks it another guy catches it yeah. they stop and they're just walking off the field I'm like why just run with the ball and from now on from now on if someone loses possession it's a live ball that annoys the hell out of me when the quarterback throws it guy drops it yeah. and it's like uh Stop the play! I'm like, just make yeah. it play on. Someone pick the ball up and just. Run you like your sports it. high oh, energy, yeah. high, uh, high octane like cricket nine days long. <laughs> no, but I just, I just, I just find like, and then there was another guy, right? I know this is a big part of football. The guy's running in this direction. The quarterback throws it to him. He catches it. The guy running full steam in the opposite direction. The guy running this way had no chance of seeing him. Smashes him. 
basically, I'm like, that guy could be dead. <laughs> I mean, and everyone's high-fiving the guy. It's like, what, what did that take from the guy who was running? The other guy's distracted. <laughs> And you just smashed into him as hard as you can, and everyone's going, "What a what a defensive play!" It's like the other guy had no hope, none. You just lined this guy up to go straight at his head, and you did. I, I just, I was like, I don't, I don't get that. I don't get that. You could have called fair catch, I guess, right? We're talking a punt, or no? It wasn't a punt. This was the quarterback throwing. T- by the way. Setting up his own teammate there as well. Like you, run, the middle, yeah, did he? you run it here. Uh, the guy's uh, running like this, and then the other guy just came <laughs> from the other direction. I'm like, whoa, man. Well, I heard that Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J, and Kendrick Lamar will be playing by your rules. They will be passing it to each other. There'll never be a stoppage in play, even if the ball falls down. So I'm telling good. you, though, that, that's the part of it that drives me crazy, like an incompletion or an in, or a, a fumble or whatever, and it's a dead ball. Yeah, there's a lot guy, of dead this time. This guy loves his Aussie rules. Like, well, I do. There's, 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 there's a lot of dead time there in, is. in an yeah. NFL game. Yeah. They're trying to speed it up. Great for scrolling. Mm. Maybe that's why it's the most popular sport in America, because <laughs> you can, yeah. you can well, look at your phone for 30 seconds at a time before things happen. That that was the other thing. I was looking around. Nobody's watching the game. Mm. People are talking, they're drinking, they're having fun like that. And I'm like, but because the game doesn't distract you. It's like there's a stop all the time. Yeah. The longest I think it went without a stop was like eight seconds. <laughs> and then it's a stop. Sounds like yeah. a good old baseball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I just find it that that's the part of it for me. There's far too many stop starts to sort of keep you going. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the end of an NBA game to me. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, but that's it. I, you know, people. Sounds like a no dunks podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop and start here with a uh, little tangent. Okay. Okay, so you're not watching the Super Bowl, but you might watch the halftime show. Yeah. You got to drink Pepsi uh, throughout the entire halftime show. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's take one more break. When we come back, JD's got tweeting tonight. We got picking results. Don't go anywhere. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondering. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- 
Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Okay, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. JD has the honors. Yes, uh, very excited about this uh, Tweet of the Night uh, because you guys came through last second, the very literally 10 minutes before the show. And uh, the first one, I got a couple here. Uh, the first one comes from our own Trey Kirby. And uh, it was just a tweet from last night uh, of a man who used to play in the NBA, I believe. Uh, His name was uh, uh, Iverson. And uh, here he is just enjoying some popcorn. (laughs) He's happy. He is really, really enjoying the popcorn. Now, you guys were speculating (laughs) that perhaps he was enjoying more than just popcorn. Hell yeah. Little Herb Jones. As he Mm, should. Damn. Mm. That's how I watch games every night. Yeah. (laughs) That's what <laughs> that, that is Trey Kirby I, I in his this. basement. I thought I was looking into a mirror when I saw this on my phone. Popcorn, you can eat a lot of it at night and not feel bad. So yeah. just a little tip for you out there. It's true. Good it's fiber. True. Okay, the second one is uh for Lee. Um this is from Variety Magazine. Oh uh, yeah. And uh, oh, Oscar <laughs> nominations uh, uh, last week, or sorry, yesterday week, were uh, were uh, announced, and Jane Campion uh, uh, nominated for uh, directing an awful, awful movie that I haven't even finished watching yet. Um, but anyways, there's no dinner at the Oscars, so Jane Campion has already planned the snack she's sneaking in. I'm thinking carrots. I'm crazy about steamed carrots, but it's probably going to be raw carrots. So, Lee, I mean, thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm crazy about any carrot, but I just do prefer the uncooked carrot to the uh, steamed version. Yeah, fair. So uh, Jane's onto something there. But uh, weird that they're not feeding them, isn't it? No, there's never... Really? I don't think so. They feed them at the Golden Globes. Oh, maybe yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's a, just a theatre experience. I don't even know if they have a snack bar. I yeah. guess they're... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on in California. Do they have a host host this year? No idea. No clue. Mm. No idea. Maybe it's Dr. Dre. That'd be cool. (laughs) That'd be cool. That would be awesome. Yeah, they're they're all out there for the Super Bowl, so maybe they can just go and do the... uh, They're out there all the time. (laughs) (laughs) They live out there, so don't go there. Yeah. (laughs) That's not. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one more. One more. It's not really a. uh, It's not. What what am I. It's not a tweet or anything like that, but it's a YouTube comment that really got my dander up. Oh, no. Usually. Oh, boy. Usually I don't let these things get under my skin, but (laughs) this. Derek commented on yesterday's show. Now, we got. We just got this brand new desk. You know, and it solved some sound problems in here. Anyway, the 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 comment says, "JD, get that black foam in the corner, painted the same purple color, spelled correctly, so respect Derek, or remove it." 
Studio looked better without the foam, and sound benefit is not noticeable. Now that, how do you know, Derek? You're not in here. You, you, I'm wandering around this garage, clapping, <laughs> going, trying to hear the sibilance, sibilance. Does it make a difference? I don't know. Like we got the desk, and I was like, hey, yeah, you know, uh, maybe it's time to get rid of the. Uh, the foam in the back because it was temporary it, yeah. and it was just trying to figure out what was going on. There was a problem with the sound. And by the way, we've got way bigger fish to fry than that <laughs> shit in the back, Derek. I think he's right. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I think he's right. I think we should take it down. I'm not. I don't disagree, <laughs> but uh, we're not taking it down now. We're naming it. We named the table. Yeah, this is uh, Charles. Charles. Charles for Charles Oakley. Meet Derek. Oh, the Derek in the corner in a That's house. right. <laughs> so it'll stay up there until I'm no longer annoyed. Spite okay. foam. Yeah. <laughs> Let's add more. <laughs> Let's just foam this whole place up. Foam uh, so can, I can't tell if JD actually thinks it's like a good suggestion and he didn't think of it, so that's why he's fuming. Uh, no, yeah. it's not that. It's a. It's the. He's pissed with you, by the way. Oh yeah. You shared this. That's I'm right. You like, just drop it in there. I like, found this comment from Derek. I just thought, hey. Maybe listen. You just listen to what some of the fans have to say because maybe they notice it. Maybe they've got. Fans don't know shit, man. Maybe they know more than like JD that they're they're super sensitive about. But then after I put it, I thought, ah, JD does get a bit sensitive about it. I don't. I actually don't. I like feedback. (laughs) I like like hearing stuff. (laughs) But that's the thing. Now it's like, what if someone else makes a suggestion and it's like, oh, someone else can give it to JD. I don't want him to be like, (laughs) no, no. I like getting rage over. Oh wait, hold on. We got a suggestion here. Please get Lee Ellis off of the show. Good. It's from a guy named JD underscore no duck. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, tweet of the night. All right. There you go. <laughs> so fans, make suggestions or don't make suggestions? Make Which, suggestions. Yeah, I enjoy the suggestions. This is the part, it's the second part of it that the last part of it is just like, it doesn't make a difference. You don't know, Derek. <laughs> you send me a clip with the foam and without the foam and, and point out to me the difference and I will point out that it is making a difference so relax Derek uh, awesome. uh. pick em results last night Celtics Nets uh, Boston was favored by five and a half and they covered that in the first uh, 80 seconds or so of this game and held on to that lead and so that's a win for me and Lily taking the Beantown boys so good stuff uh, from us. We're four and two. Trey had Brooklyn. He falls to four and two. So we got a three-way tie for first, but that doesn't really matter. You don't want to be last. And Tass still pitching the quote-unquote perfect Amazing. game here in February because Tass had the Nets lost again. Oh, and six here awesome. in the month, and you're trying to do the impossible, which is to uh, go not, over. You cannot get one right, which no way you can't do. Nah, I don't. It's never been done. Never been never done. Never been done. We but. shall see. We've got an ESPN doubleheader tonight: Bulls, Hornets, followed by Warriors, Jazz, and that's what we're picking. The Warriors visiting Utah. Utah, two and a half point favorite. I think I'm on the right side here, picking with the Golden State Warriors along with Trey. Uh, you guys are taking the home. Jazz. Yes, yes. Lee, why are you taking Utah? Uh, they've played a little bit better lately. Sure. Uh, I don't, honestly, a line that small, it's a bit of a flip. So could go either way. I just went with the home team, Jazz. Not on a back-to-back. Mm-hmm. 
Who knows? Not as good at home this year. However, mm. the Warriors also not destroying it on the road this year. So they're playing. It'll be a good matchup okay. here on ESPN. We're not going to get as many duds as we did yesterday. Yeah, six I games assume. on tonight. Hopefully we get some close games. We'll be talking about those. And we'll be talking about hopefully some more trades, be it later today if something goes down or tomorrow morning. So the plan tomorrow is like we're all getting in here to the Classic Factory. We're just hunkering down. We're taking down the foam. Just kidding. <laughs> we're adding more foam. We're having a foam party. <laughs> foam party. As we uh, sort of lead up to the uh, trade deadline, which uh, is in the afternoon. You're saying it's 3 p.m. Eastern? Is that correct? Uh, that's that's what the internet says, yes. Okay, so I think we'll just lock in doing a show at 10 a.m. Eastern, right? In the morning. Because we have games. That way we can just do something. Like jump on, no matter what's happening. Yeah. And then... Play it by ear. As deals start trickling in, we'll uh, flip on the cameras, flip on the uh, mics, and and do a little uh, reactionary podcast to those deals, trade grades, and stuff like that. So the plan is you're going to be with us all day tomorrow, okay? <laughs> so make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to No Dunks wherever you listen to our podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. And so you get those, uh, those shows coming to you as they drop. All right, I think you can hit that little notification, that little bell button too, Ding. so you know when we're going live. That's always fun, so you can be part of the stream team. Otherwise, send in your questions to nodunksattheathletic.com. Definitely send those in uh, in regards to any trades going down, your thoughts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at No Dunks Inc. Grab yourself that athletic subscription like somebody did prior. Mm-hmm. Earlier in the show, go to theathletic.com slash no dunks to use our link so they know we sent you. And get yourself some No Dunks merch, baby, over at nodunks.com. All right. JD, you okay? Yes, I'm fine. Okay, good. Flipper bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And actually, a piece of foam just fell down (laughs) while I was talking. Did you hear it, Derek? Could you tell that there was a loud boom in my voice because one piece of foam was off the wall? (laughs) Poor Derek. (laughs) He was getting killed. Embrace the day, people. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.